You're listening to the Happy Hour Effect Podcast, episode 41. You want to sell more stuff to your clients, right? Well, you better become absolutely indispensable. So stick around and I'll teach you how. Hello there, Kristen Brown here. You're listening to the Happy Hour Effect Podcast. And I'm excited because today we're talking about a topic that always, always gets tons of attention when I see it out there from other experts. When I'm speaking on stage about it, I get a huge line at my table because people want to know, well, how can I be indispensable to my clients? I want them to buy more stuff for me. And it's always going to go back to the very basic sales 101 Well, you have to give them what they need, but it has to go beyond that. So today I want to talk about how you can be that indispensable partner for your clients, for your prospects, so that you can actually sell more stuff. Of course, that's always the goal, but also how to just deepen that relationship so that they trust you, so they reach out to you when they need something, so that you really become that class act, that gold star partner for them anytime that they need something in their business. Because when that happens, when you create that deep emotional connection, you really truly become indispensable to them and their business. It will absolutely skyrocket the potential of the sales that you can make, the referrals you're going to get, and the way that that sales relationship will unfold and grow over time. So If you want to get anything that I talk about here, if I mention any links or anything like that, you can just go to the show notes page at kristenbrownpresents.com. You can just click on podcast there. All the episodes are listed there. And if you love the episodes, please share them with your team at work, share them with your colleagues, with your network, and on social media. It'd be great. And be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. It helps me get in front of more eyeballs and, and really grow the show so that I can help people like you be the best they can in their professional careers and also grow their personal goals as well. So let's dive into this. So what makes you indispensable to your clients? Well, of course, we all have unique personalities and different products and services that we sell. And our products and services have all sorts of unique and cool things that they do to help solve the problems. And, you know, back again, like I mentioned before, to the sales 101. What we're talking about here, though, is going a step further and really becoming world-class at what it is that you do for your clients. And that means that you have to step back and say, okay, all things being equal, you and all your competitors and all the products and services that your clients use, how can you be a step above that so that you're the one that they turn to when they need something, even if it's not specifically related to your product or service, but you're the one that they trust as a thought leader, as a mentor about the industry that you're in. And that they really see you as that that number one go-to person anytime they have a question, a need, and they trust that you're the one that's going to be able to solve that for them, or at least point them in the right direction. So I want you to step back again, thinking about that, and also think about all of the things that you juggle on your plate every day. So as a salesperson or a leader or at home, we have hundreds of things on our to-do list. We have projects, we have clients, we have personal goals, we have families. We have all of these things that are pulling on us all the time, right? And when you try to think about customizing your sales relationships, and it's an extra layer of stress, but it's necessary in order to grow those relationships. And when you think about everything that you're juggling day to day and how you need to make decisions and prioritize and decide what you're going to focus on, if you flip the mirror and put it on your buyer, 
your client, your prospect, they're also juggling hundreds of things every day. And buyer stress is one of the reasons why sales relationships, sales pipelines get stuck, why why there's roadblocks that we hit along the way, because we're not taking into account all of these stresses that the buyer or your prospect or your client is facing just like you are. So your job as the salesperson in this process is to minimize those stresses that they're facing so that they feel like they can turn to you as a problem solver. You want to make their life easier. You want to reduce their stress. You don't want to add another decision to their day because buyers are really faced with with so many things. They've got budgetary challenges where they're trying to take their money and spend it and allocate it in ways that they can get all their needs met just like you have to do in your own life. And so stepping back and thinking, okay, yeah, maybe you want to sell them that higher software package or that next level of consulting or whatever it is that you do. But sometimes they truly have to step back and allocate and you have to be sensitive to that. Of course you want to upsell. Of course you want to get them you know, to sign the biggest contract that you can. But being sensitive and not creating an extra layer of stress for them is critical when you think about that. They've got market share goals. Their company is putting pressure on them from above. So they have to think about how the products and services that they buy are going to impact the overall bottom line and that market share presence in the market. So that's another thing that you have to consider that they have stress on on them about it. They've got internal communication within their own company. They're trying to figure out company goal, company mission, company vision, depending on where they fit within the company hierarchy and how their work plays a role in that. So they're trying to manipulate and manage all of that internally. And that's another level of stress on there. They're trying to choose the right vendors and people that they're going to buy from. They're trying to manage the industry that they're in and stay on top of trends and, and be innovators and be creative in what they do. They're trying to manage their external reputation, their LinkedIn profile, the networking that they do, the events that they go to and how they put themselves out there as a, a successful professional is something they're also thinking about. And of course, just like you, your buyer also has time pressure. They have work-life balance, if you want to use that word, even though many of you that listen to me often know that balance is a curse word in my in my mind. But they've got work-life boundary issues. They've got time pressure. They've got to-do lists. They've got calendars just like you have. So your goal is always to take that list of things that I just listed out, plus a million other things they're juggling, Reduce the stress around any or all of those so that they see you as the non-stress creating client and partner. That you are the one that makes them feel good. When they deal with you, they know that it's going to be an easy process. When they hang out with you, you know that they know that it's going to be fun, that they're going to laugh, they're going to smile, they're going to feel good. Because when they feel good, their body fills with endorphins and feel-good chemicals, which instantly will help counteract stress for them and make them feel better. Even though the stressors might not go away, they'll feel better about everything that they're juggling. So that's your goal. You want to be this indispensable partner to help reduce the stress, reduce that decision paralysis that causes absolute overwhelm in your clients, prospects, and and partners. So how do you do that? Well, I've got three ways that you can think about how you show up to your sales relationships so that you can be indispensable. The first one is sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice for that partner, even if it may not be the best thing for you sometimes? So let me give you an example. So in baseball, if there's someone up to bat and he's looking at 
all the players on the field. He's determining what needs to happen. There's a runner on third base. He may have to attempt to hit a line drive up the first baseline and potentially sacrifice himself to get that third base runner home to score a run. Is that fun for that player to sacrifice himself and be called out potentially? No, but it advances the entire team so that the whole team wins. The whole team scores that run. You have to do the same thing for your sales team and for your partners is stepping back and saying, okay, do I need to sacrifice something here that may not be the best for me, but it'll actually be a huge win overall for the partner or for your team? And when you do that, knowing that it'll come back around and at some point you're going to reap the rewards. It's that what goes around comes around kind of a thing. Your clients, your partners are going to notice when you're sacrificing for them and really stepping up to the plate to make things happen on their behalf. And it will pay you dividends in the current day and down the road. So sacrifice is the first thing to really be an indispensable partner for your, for your clients. Second thing, X factor. X factor is that unnameable, indescribable energy that people give off. Did you ever watch the show The X Factor on TV with Simon Cowell? And it started in in Great Britain and was here for a few seasons, but then it was canceled a few years back. I loved that show because it wasn't just about singing. It was a talent competition, but it wasn't just about the voice. It was about the entire package. It was the singing. It was the appearance. It was the dancing. And it was just the overall energy that the, the artist brought to the stage. You have the same ability to create energy when you walk into a room. You have an X factor, and that energy has the ability to make your clients, your prospects, your partners feel good or not feel good. If you walk into a room, you've had a rough day, you've got cranky resting face, you've got your arms crossed, you're short, you're snappy, you're not creating any sort of feel-good energy that's going to impact your clients. They're not going to want to do business with you. They're not going to hang out with you want to hang out with you, they're they're going to not feel good around you because you don't have that positive X factor about you that makes them feel good. So you really have to focus on bringing your best self into every conversation, every email, every text, every phone call, every in-person meeting, everywhere, so that they think about you and they're like, darn, that guy makes me feel good. Or yeah, she always lifts me up every time I see her. Because if they have those feel-good endorphins flowing in their body every time they're around you, it almost becomes a little bit like an addiction where they're like, oh yeah, when I hang around with Joe, I always, I, I, something about him, I just, he's got something and I just, I want to be around him. And they're naturally going to be more open-minded when they're like that, when their bodies are, are feeling good, their brains are feeling good. They're automatically more open-minded as well. Research proves that. So you want to be helping your clients feel good all the time because then they will be more open-minded and be more willing and open with their pocketbooks. So thinking about how you can bring your best energy, having that X factor. The third element that I want to share is how can you be irreplaceable? Now, of course, anyone can get fired and someone can be rehired and into different roles and things like that. But there are ways that you can elevate your activities in your job in the role and relationship that you have with your clients that make you irreplaceable, that make you unique, that make you someone that 
they look to because no one else does what you do. I want to give you some examples of this. So years ago, when I was still in corporate America, I was in a role where I traveled around the world and I did market research. I pulled together trend guides. I went on store shops and a lot of it was really fun. But a lot of it really was translating those trends from what I was seeing in the marketplace, what I was seeing amongst competitors, what I was seeing among in, in industries unrelated even to the industry that I was in. And really taking that and extrapolating it out many years down the road. I was really a futurist. And I would create trend guides that would take that information and distill it down into those things that my buyer needed to know. Not, okay, here's a 75-page overview of the store shops and the market research and everything that I did. I would create those for my team internally. And if someone wanted to dive into that data, data, they certainly could. But then I would create these really cool, like 10 or 15 page super visual documents and, and booklets and guides. It was a different format every year. Sometimes it was a flip chart. Sometimes it was a, an interactive kind of a, you know, pop-up type of a book sort of a thing. And I would create these trend guides that would translate just what they needed to know into the here's what, so what, now what type of a mindset that I talked about in my last episode number 40, where I talked about, okay, here's the information. So what does it mean? Now what should you do with it? And that was a value add that other our other competitors in that space were not doing. I was the only one doing it. My company was the only one doing it. And it paid off big time. I was irreplaceable in that role. Of course, someone else could come in and do that, but none of our competitors were doing that. So you want to think of those types of things that you can do as well. Are you putting on different types of interactive workshops or conferences or user user events where you're bringing in the best of the best knowledge in your industry and you're bringing that back to your clients in some way shape or form for them to digest in quick easy digestible bites beyond just the a trend guide or something online but an actual in-person experience because that will absolutely create deeper relationships it will make you irreplaceable you and your company irreplaceable if you're giving them that kind of information are you really looking at the industry overall and giving not just information about your product, but also giving unbiased information about other products, other trends in the industry, your competitors, looking at things like omni-channel marketing, you know, when you're looking across online, in-store, you know, depending on what type of product or service you sell, are you looking at different niches that could potentially be opportunities for your client and helping them to see that, even if it's not specifically an area where you focus. Are you helping to personalize every interaction with that client every time? Do you know that your your client loves the the Minnesota Gophers, where I'm from, Minnesota? Then maybe you want to always throw in a funny slide with Goldie the Gopher doing something funny, some sort of meme that makes them remember you, makes them think, oh my gosh, this, this, she's so funny. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This is great. I love looking forward to her presentations because there's always something funny about Goldie the Gopher from my alma mater, the University of Minnesota. You know, so thinking about how do you personalize so that that client, that prospect feels like this is just for them because that will make you irreplaceable. No, If no one else is doing that, and most people aren't, they're doing cut and paste, they're taking the cookie cutter presentation or PowerPoint, and it gets boring. It becomes just a, another 
piece of information in the fog of data that's coming at your buyers every day. It's another stressor. You don't want to be that. You don't want to cause stress. So those are just some ideas for you to really become indispensable to your clients and your prospects. So let me just review them. Sacrifice, X factor, and being irreplaceable. Really think about how you can use those because it will make a difference in how your relationships unfold, how much you sell, and how long-term your relationship is, what kind of referrals you're getting, and the reputation that you're building for yourself within the industry. So, you know, if you want to think of this as, well, what's in it for me? Because, of course, you're giving a whole bunch to your clients and sacrificing yourself as one of the three points. But it's going to come back to you because when you're elevating yourself like that, you're absolutely elevating yourself as a thought leader in the industry as well. And put this stuff out there on LinkedIn, the types of cool things that you do. And you're nothing proprietary, of course, nothing private, nothing you've signed a non-disclosure on. But things that you do that are unique and, and really set you apart as someone different are huge resume builders. They set you up as someone that could speak at conferences in your industry, that could write articles, that could you know, be seen by other clients as, oh my gosh, we want to work with him because he's great or you know she's the best at at creating these trend guides we want her you know on our team for this so always think about your client first but always know what's in it for you is absolutely reputation thought leadership career growth more clients bigger sales it's all going to come back to serve you in the end so i hope you got some tips out of today ways you can be indispensable to your partners and then you know, inevitably you're going to sell more stuff because you're being super awesome for them and helping them reduce their stress and, and make their lives easier. So if you liked this episode, as I mentioned earlier, please share it with your team, share it with your network and your colleagues, comment on it in social media or iTunes, subscribe. I would love that. It helps me get in front of more people. And of course, if you're interested in having me come in and do a training or a keynote speech for your convention, for your sales conference, for your leadership training, or just for your team in general, reach out to me. I'm happy to pull together a customized proposal just for you that helps to pull together what the goals are for your company, for your team, and craft something that's exactly what they need, relevant, action-driven, and I'm super funny on stage. So it's a, it's a good time when I'm there for your team. They always My, my clients always love having me there and, and giving them some fresh fire, some fresh perspective on what it is that they're trying to accomplish in their daily lives, both at work and at home. So I'm Kristen Brown. Thanks so much for listening. See you soon.